Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with its good, good pal, Dave Damashek. We had a week off. Oh, what a glorious week it was. I took a road trip to Arizona. I I stayed off social media, Dave, for the better part of the week. I think I commented on the... um on the Muppets being censored by Disney, which had to be, it had to be done. And I'm glad they did it. And now that's out of the way. But otherwise I stayed off. I, it was, it was, it was a glorious week. I missed you something awful. There were a lot of things <laughs> that went on in the world of sports and the world yeah. of life. Um, did you feel any pangs of uh, like, you know, like you're, you're not uh, somebody who enjoys booze or otherwise, but nah. the, the, well, I mean, you, you, you enjoy, uh, did, did you feel like the the hooks uh, were, were, were you going through withdrawal, not able to post <laughs> your every thought 140 characters at a time? I did maybe for the first day, but it was weird how quickly I got over it. I was like, wow, we're two days in. I could maybe stretch this out for a week as I uh, stuffed my face with pizza in Arizona. Um, went to Bianco. We checked that out. And uh, there was a lot of, a lot of had a lot of good downtime swimming in a pool. It's weird, weird how you could. Uh, pick up life again. Um, but we, I did miss a lot of big events, Dave, and you were privy. You were around for a lot of them. I don't know where you want to start. I'll just start rattling them off. And then you interrupt me when you say, I mean, we'll go over all of them. Um, Carson Wentz was traded to the Colts. Okay. That was a big deal. That was a uh, I, that right now. That's my number one, but let's okay. hear what else is coming up here. We're going to go to all of them. Cam Newton got into a fight with a kid. Verbal Not altercation. Not as big, embarrassing for the kid. <laughs> Boy, professional athletes have really come out in force, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, LeBron and the Lakers are sliding without uh, AD. Interesting. Uh, there was a Tahoe game uh, played in the NHL. was paused for eight hours because of poor ice. That was interesting. Your, uh, your pens beat up on my Islanders three to two Saturday night. Mm -hmm. um, Fernando Tatis Jr. signed a, a 14 year, $340 million contract with the San Diego Padres. Um, boy, I, we can go on and on. Two guys within a week won NASCAR events, 60 to 1 odds for you gamblers out there. And we should mention that Fandle was making this all happen. Um, Michael McDowell was 60 to 1 odds. And yesterday on the road course, Christopher Bell was 60 to 1 odds. What else did I miss? Um, there was a big dunk we'll talk about. I don't know. What do you want to do, Dave? Wentz signing with the Colts? I guess oh, uh, so. Uh, That's uh, Dave, the Jim, big Jim, one. Jim Cunningham is back in California. That was huge. That's a, and, well, uh, that the, everyone's over the moon about that, I think, except, <laughs> uh, except for Los Angeles. But um, yeah, congratulations on making the trip back there. I don't know. Whatever you want to kibitz about. The All world's right, your oyster. Wins. Or we could get in the Wayback Machine and talk about the 1980 U.S. men's hockey team pulling off the greatest upset in the history or in the span of our lifetime, I think with the possible exception of Buster Douglas Ooh. knocking out Mike Tyson. I don't know what, um, what a that greater... was good. I feel like I was around. I only had a week off. That was like 40 years ago, but yeah, you're right. Right. Like, that like, was further I, back. Than I don't think I missed seven that. days. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The, the other thing is, I don't know if this is uh, pretty lame or, or an obvious statement. Cause this goes way back 20 years too, but it remains crazy that the Western Conference in the NBA is as loaded as, as it is. And the best piece of evidence of late that I that I can uh, summon to prove that point is, look at the absolute worst team in uh, in the conference, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and look how talented they are. I know, right. you know, uh, you know, Cat is back now, and I know so, but 
but that's the worst team. And they have him on it. And they, they have a, uh, you know, guy, I don't know if he's going to get rookie of the year or whatever, but even that team is talented. D'Angelo Russell has been hurt. Carl Anthony Towns has been hurt, but yes, they're like seven and 23. The Timberwolves are, but let's start with, um, well, first of all, if you want to start NBA, Brooklyn beat the Clippers. So if the East is ever going to make a push last night, the Nets beat the Clippers 112, 108 Harden at 37 Kyrie at 28, a guy named Kevin Durant is um, still sitting out and uh, and they're still winning games like this. They beat the Suns. This is the other thing I did, Dave. I bet on Tuesday. I'm like, I'm just going to sit and bet the whole week. I had a four-team parlay. I had a hockey team on it. I had a college basketball team on it. I had an Australian uh, Open winner on it. Three winners. I need the Suns money line over the Nets. No Harden, no Kyrie, no problem. They're up 21 in the third quarter. They blow the game. I was like, screw this. I can't, I can't drive myself crazy for the next five days. So I took off gambling too. Oh no, <laughs> I'm, t- yes. well, listen, I'm heartbroken to hear that, but I know you're back in full force now. So, so, uh, yes. we'll leave that in the rear view mirror, but I got to say the bottom line is, so you take a few days away, you spend time with the family. Good for you. But I mean, you know, we don't have pro football. We not, you know, I guess we have college football kind of mm-hmm. right now. I'm uh, frankly not uh, too hip on that, but man, between NHL, NBA, and college basketball, plus free agency pending now, and the draft in pro football and everything else, very I, I, I really you like it. Oh, I love it. I really, I really <clears throat> am enjoying the rhythm of uh, of these uh, these winter nights here. I know we're, really? we're we're blessed to not be dealing with what everybody else in the country is dealing with, but um, right. Yeah, either way, to be able to to flip around back and forth, NHL Network and NBA, uh, there's a lot of good stuff on TV every night of the week now if you're a sports fan. I don't want to complain because it was not long ago. Well, it was 10 months ago, late March, early April. We had nothing. I mean nothing. We mm. were searching for Russian soccer. I was betting, um, this is no lie, I was betting uh, virtual camel races. In uh in Abu Dhabi, uh, it, it was it was insane what I was looking for. So I'm not going to complain, but I do think. Well, we'll go over it. The Nets are now plus three seventy. The Lakers are still favored at plus two seventy. Uh, Anthony Davis is out. Schroeder is out. It's really hurting them. I think this Lakers team. Uh, LeBron can only do so much. He is the favorite still to win MVP at plus one fifty. Joel Embiid nipping at his heels at plus three fifty. Uh, and Nikola, there you go, Jokic. Nikola uh, is correct. Thank you for finally joining me on the right side of pronunciation. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, so it's getting good in NBA, uh, aside from the Suns blowing a 21-point lead against the depleted uh, net squad on Tuesday. What is also getting good, Dave, you brought up that Timberwolves team's Anthony Edwards, the dunk, Anuta Watanabe. Goose. Oh, my God. And then Twitter dunked Anuta. And uh, I was trying to think a couple things I was thinking. Is it worse now? I think it's got to be worse now with social media to get dunked on like that than it was in the 90s and 80s, although you were made a poster. They called it posterizing, right? Yeah. Now, I guess the same posters, are, uh, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be an Anthony Edwards poster, right? But it seems more permanent when Michael Jordan dunking over the Knicks is hung ab- above your bed and like everybody else has to walk in and see it, or is social media made it much worse than uh getting posterized i listen here's a a hot take for you i've never really fully understood the the thing about being posterized like why Mm. it's such a humiliation is it really that bad to contest the shot and really what are we even coaches around i'm surprised you don't hear 
the the tough guy, you know, hardo coaches belly aching more about like that social media has damaged good defense. I mean, what so what are we what were you saying? We shouldn't contest shots at the mm-hmm. rim. It seems very strange to me. I would much rather get posterized as a for instance than get juked and and catch air. I would, you know, um, uh, really out. I mean, wouldn't you rather? I, I I'd rather get posterized by I don't know. I guess Blake Griffin's a dated reference at this point, but whoever versus. Um, versus Alvin Kamara shaking me to the point that I'm like, whoa, that I fall down on the floor. Well, let's keep it to basketball because the same thing happens there, right? Harden yeah, with the, right. The, the, the crossover dribble and the guy falls on his back. But I'm looking at what happens. Okay, so it's this, it's the bench, the bench reaction, right? Where are you going to get the guys putting their hands on the mouth, wa- running in circles? Um, is it going to be more on the dunk or is it going to be more on what you said, like the juke? And uh, I think the, the fall down, right? Looking dopey, yeah. Like if you're on the wrong end of of Curly Neal and the Globetrotters, like faking a pass over your head, and you turn around and look, and all that kind of stuff, and the ball's still in the guy's hands. That's yeah. more embarrassing. If nothing else, at least I'm a great athlete. Look at me. I'm up at the rim with the guy who's dunking it. Look at me. Right. See, look at my my hands up over the rim. That's not, I'm not ashamed of that. In fact, I'm quite proud. Well, there are some proud moments for sure. You got a lot of proud moments in your sports history. But what we got us thinking, what is the most embarrassed you've been playing a sport? Either in middle school, high school, maybe it was a pickup game. Three uh, on three on the blue top. I mean, I think Sal, for Sal, it would be uh, a 3,923-way tie mm. for every time Dave Damashek rejected him on his way to the rim. Nah, Sal tried to throw care. his little baby hook shot. Damashek said, get that junk out of here. And then he care. said it 3,000 times more. I'm five, eight and a half. If that's a, if that's a, you know. That's, yeah, you know, it is. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal to me. But what is? Uh, I do have an answer. Well, I think it have, is. I think it is a big deal. But okay, we can gloss over it if you want. Do you have a response? I'm sure um, much more embarrassing than what uh, you're, you're putting me through right now. Yeah, listen, you were uh, you were uh, I was going to say a world class wrestler. I don't know about that. A regionally <laughs> uh, ranked. Uh, wrestler, no, I don't even have that. That's not even my thing. I'll uh, when I'll you farted you. when you farted your competition into the ground. That was pretty bad. But. Um, I, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I have many, uh, mine by definition are all embarrassing. One time I walked the bases loaded and then I beamed the only girl in little league, uh, right between the shoulder blades and was removed. (laughs) But that, that, uh, is not as, uh, as bad, um, as I wanted. They, they installed the three point line, uh, right before my senior year of high school. And I was just over the moon. That's all I could do was shoot. I could shoot a little Mm. bit if uh, all alone, um, and so I was over the moon with the opportunity to make a three. The problem was I was the 13th man on the team. So rare were the opportunities for me. But I would, I could be strategically deployed um, in the shoot arounds. I could stand there by myself and just mm-hmm. make shots. And I, I was used as a bit of a decoy. Like, who's the lefty uh, uh, sharpshooter? Like, who, who, we haven't heard about this guy. And it was a little weird, but and I would do that in the warmups, and then I would never touch the floor again for the rest of the game. Nice. It had to be confusing for the foes. But then it came to our last game of the regular season, knowing there was no way I was going to play beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my last chance to get into a game. And we, as it happened, got up 20 points early, and it was 20-point lead all the way through the game. And as it wore on and on, the nice guys on the team, knowing I was a senior, fellow seniors and otherwise that were saying, coming over to the coach, like, put in Damashek, would you coach? Come on, put in Damashek. And then in the in the late stages of uh, the game, 
with us still up 20. The crowd started to put in Shaq, put in Shaq. And I was so flattered. And only, I mean, within the last couple of decades have I come to realize, oh, they were laughing at me. They wanted uh. to look at the clown run around. Um, like, like we do when we watch college guys come off the bench, the pale guy at the end. Um, and finally they did put me in and, uh, but, but, um, there was, uh, there was a minute left in the game and it was almost a slap in the face, but I was going to take my shot because I knew, I knew at halftime with us up 20, I knew I was going to get in there and at halftime knocking them dead one after the other. This is your moment. Damn This is it. It's all led up to this. No playing time. Red circles over your knees from leaning too long on them. All game, game in, game out, <laughs> leaning on my knees. I would leave big red circles. And so it was on this day. Big red circles over either knee, but uh, but ready to knock down that one three-pointer. At long last, all the hours in the gymnasium, getting ready. And there was a guy on the free throw line on the other, uh, on the other team. And there were uh, 20-something seconds left in the game. And uh, the whole bench, everybody on the bench was saying, back up, Dave, back up, get the, don't be on the free throw line. Don't be right. uh, waiting in there Cherry along, uh, along the paint, get behind him. So I went behind him at the top of the key, still back up further, Shaq, back up further. They, they, they said, so I did all the way to midcourt and, uh, and the second free throw came off the rim and whoever got it passed it ahead to my friend, Richie and Richie. I had, and I sprinted, I made way to my favorite spot on the floor, <laughs> the right baseline. And I found it and I towed the line and I saw Richie get the ball and I saw him get it. And I could see out of the corner of my eye, I could see from the bleachers, the, 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 the cheering section rising in anticipation of what was about to go down. Namely that three pointer, Richie threw me the ball. He passed it to me. And I thought, I know I'm making it. And I, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm a head case. I didn't, I don't generally no. feel very good about things. Yeah. I don't generally feel excited and optimistic, but on this day, I knew what was about to happen. It was, um, uh, it was mere seconds away and the ball was coming to me and I, and the crowd was ready to see it and erupt with joy. And, and I, I thought it'd be a shame if my toe is on the line when I make this. So just make sure. And so I looked down just to make sure that my toe wasn't on the line and I was all good there. And I looked up and the ball was already on me and it hit me in the hands and it went out of bounds. <laughs> and that was the end of my uh, high school basketball career. How much would you give for that, for a video of that? Zero. All right. I'd make it up for you. I get it. I got to get that. I got to get that. What year? 86. 87? Yeah, yeah right 1973. So <laughs> I'm gonna find that. Wow, that is embarrassing. That's yeah. a tough act for me to follow. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna have something. This is not well, you're just a good athlete, so how embarrassing no, could no. it be? Well, here's the thing: it's it's embarrassing for the coaching staff, it's embarrassing for me, it's uh, physically damaging to me. I tell this story in my book, You Can't Lose Them All, is available in Barnes and Noble, available. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, yeah, Amazon. Mm. Uh yeah, sure, you can get it there too, I think. But uh, you can't lose them all. I talk about this. And I was um, I was on the JV. Uh, no, I was on the varsity this year. Uh, the coach did not like me at all. I was a wise ass, right? Back then, you, you wouldn't believe it, Dave. I was. But he hmm. would come into the, the locker room and say, talk about the six Ps. Prior planning prevents piss poor performances. Football coach. <laughs> and he was so proud of this. And he would look around to see, like, hey, anybody like, all right, we've heard this 50 times. The six and it's not piece. that exciting. <laughs> and I pointed out, I raised my hand on my like, coach. Um, 
I think we could narrow it down. Then we cut it down to five Ps. Prior planning is a little bit redundant. So let's make right. it five Ps. And everybody right. laughed. Uh, right. Prior planning. If you just go planning prevents piss poor performance. And do we need the piss? Five. Really? The piss feels unnecessary his, and salacious. Let's get it to four now. He was most proud of. I know we could have narrowed it down to two or three even, but the, the team loved it. They were dying laughing and he hated me for it. And as a result, um, he put me on the kick return team. Now the first team kickoff, um, would practice right after stretching. So I would get nervous because I was on the kick return team that the first team kickoff would practice against. And I had one blocker, Gino Grazia Day. That was my punishment <laughs> for being an asshole. <laughs> Gino Grazia Day would be my, this poor Gino did nothing. I don't know why they made him because he got it just as bad as I did, but he was my only blocker. And I would get sick, Dave, sick to my stomach. Seventh period, I'd start getting nervous because it was the first drill we ran after stretches. And I'd start getting nervous. And honestly, I, I guarantee I suffered at least one concussion from this because they would all come for me, right? I'd get seven <laughs> guys tackling me at once and I would never get around them. And they weren't getting any better practicing this. I had one blocker. He would get annihilated. Poor Gino. And there you go. And God forbid, like on an onside kick, if I got around the edge and made it like that, that was it. I'd get tortured um, uh, tenfold the next kickoff. So anyway, fast forward. I'm, I, I can't take this. I'm a bundle of nerves. I'm getting destroyed before practice even starts. Uh, fast forward to our first game against Amityville. Our team kicks it off to Robbie Carpenter, not Rob Carpenter of no. the New York Giants, not Bobby Carpenter, the first round pick of the Dallas Cowboys, but Robbie Carpenter, who uh, went to uh, Syracuse and had a <clears throat> cup of coffee with the Jets after that, returns the kick untouched, 93 yards for a touchdown. That was it. Because my idiot teammates didn't know how to pick up a block, right? <laughs> so he went, it was really like a cartoon. He just went right through, like right through, like Forrest Gump style. It could have gone for miles and miles. So that was the end of uh, the coach giving me no blockers. From there on, <laughs> I had blockers because Amityville <clears throat> trucked us like 52 to three. Started with the Robbie Carpenter uh, kickoff return. So that was embarrassing for a lot of people. Can we get, fronts. I want to get, I'm more worried about your, uh, your concussed brain now. Like, in what the, <laughs> you know, the, the rabbit hole of like, what, what would Sal be like if he hadn't get, if Gino Grazia Day could have blocked a little bit. <laughs> we should get Gino Grazia Day on this show. To, to You're right. I should find out. him. Let's see what's up with this guy. You. Gino was even smaller than me. I, I, it was a big joke that they played on everybody. I want to get Gino Grazia Day, and I want to get the guy who you farted at in wrestling. <laughs> I want to like that. Let's uh, let's open up all these. Uh, all right, these, you know these we should bring wounds. It'd be fun. You're right. Uh, I, you know what? I would maintain that both of our stories more embarrassing than Utah Watanabe. Uh, what happened to him with Anthony Edwards? Right. I really, yeah. It is. It, you know, I guess that's how you you bring it on home. It's it's a humble brag. I got posterized. Right. Like what? Posterized by running the floor with a with a uh, supreme athlete and him uh, dunking right. while your elbow is above the the rim. I don't know. Is that exactly. really that embarrassing? Not really. Yours isn't a humble brag. My eleven on two uh, head injuries <laughs> yeah, now right. as a result. They're not a humble brag. Um, what's embarrassing? Right. You, know what, you know what's embarrassing? Being the greatest collection of hockey players in the history of people and losing to a bunch of college kids. That's what happened in 1980 in Lake Placid, New York, Sal. The greatest upset of our lives, I think, right? You know, they say that, but I, know, I don't think I ever saw a number on that. U.S. hockey team. It's a great, I, I, it's funny you say that because that's where my brain went. Like, what was the number? What, I, I Olympic 
There's somebody must have been making book on that, right? I mean, well, I don't need. First of all, you couldn't. Only recently could you bet, um, like, uh, you know, non like a, a sport like that. I don't know if you could bet like the Olympics back then. Let's see the money line. Uh, yeah, it's like what would it have been? I'm seeing uh, the stories like, oh, they gave us a thousand to one odds to win the goal entering the tournament. Um, Seventeen to one. People are saying it translates to once it got to that point. I don't know. I just don't think it existed. So that you could you could speculate all you want. You remember, but are you? Sure. Uh, do you remember when that happened or no? Yeah, sure. I, I I definitely remember watching on TV, and you know, obviously they had another one to go after that. So it wasn't even to get the gold. They weren't even there. That's yet. right. Most. I, I mean, I'm I'm sure um, all the fellas um, uh, on this Zoom right now, and probably uh, a lot of the listeners don't know that they're right when they beat the soviet union they didn't win the gold medal then they had to turn around and beat finland and they were right. losing two to nothing in that mm -hmm. game that the people have have uh zero recollection of that one but i do what was funny about that was it's just a completely different time that mm -hmm. i'm sure people of the 21st century can't relate to that the game happened and i remember i was at hebrew school when it was played wow. and mo damashek picked me and three other boys named David up. There were three that out of out of a class of like 15, four of us were named David in the class. So they called us all by our first names. And that's why I'm mm -hmm. Belville to you, Sal. Right. And uh, she picked us up and um, she said, I know the final score of the game, but they're playing it on TV in just a little while. Should I tell you now yeah. or later? And we're like, tell us now. And she said, final score, Soviet Union three. USA four and these four little Jews in the back of the car were like, yeah, then we went home and watched it. Like we didn't know the outcome uh, in advance. It was I great. wonder how many people, what percentage knew the outcome in advance versus uh, were watching it for the first and learning about it for the first time when they watched it. Wow. Yeah. It's a weird, weird time. It just, uh, there'd be I'm no way, right. You would never yeah, have that. Ha do Everyone it. in the world would know what happens in advance. This ruins it because we want to, in our minds, make it like it was a thousand to one odds. But everything I'm reading says it would have been about 12 to one odds if he took the U.S. over uh, the Soviet Union. And Buster day. Douglas was what, 25 to one? Yeah. So that was another one I've not met. Yeah, like 25, 25 to 30 to one range. But I've not met anyone who's ever made money on it or could produce a ticket or anything on that. So, uh, yeah, well, that anyway. was weird, too, because it was in Japan. Right. And and yet it was prime time, our time. I was a huge Tyson fan back then. I wouldn't miss a fight. And then I decided to go out that night. I was like, ah, I'm just not going to watch this. He's going to crush him. And, and th that's the one uh, That's the one that I needed to watch. Would have been great to see live. Um, NFL, Dave, I missed this. This is midweek last week. Carson Wentz signs with the Colts. Colts give up a 2021 third round pick, a 2022 second round pick. Although that could become a one if Wentz pays, plays 75% of the snaps and uh, the Colts make the playoffs with him. Um, I got to tell you, I get it. We all miss football, but I think people are making a huge deal out of this. I think you like it too because you, a couple weeks ago, took the Colts blind. You took them blindly. You're, they're going to fix the quarterback problem. It's not going to be Jacoby Brissett. I don't know that it's much better right now. I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. But you you like this? You think this is a step in the right? Oh way. no! But by the way, I, I it holds up. Um, please ignore the uh, the terrible hockey uh, 
um, betting advice and uh, and listen to David Carr join us on minus three last week because that uh, portion of the conversation holds up. <laughs> Instead of the QB carousel, we've done away with that and we ha- now have Q Belinko. Um, we let's see what face drops with what team. Um, right. And uh, yeah, I guess the question is, like we discussed, is is David Carr? I mean, David Carr is Carson Wentz the best option? That now, now that Matthew Stafford has landed in Los Angeles and everything else, is that the best that the Colts could have done? And I talk, we talk about the QB saturation. I almost think it is because they're not going to get Deshaun Watson. I don't think the Texans are going to deal Watson within the division. And unless you believe the stuff about Russell Wilson, really, what are their options? Right. It's it's a big price tag to pay. Um to get Carson Wentz and can you fix him and that you're really basing it all on like, well, Frank White, or he did well with Frank Reich before. Why not again? I don't know, man. It feels pretty uninspired to me. Yeah, I I, I agree. And I, I I think it's a lot of it because there's no football talk. So like I, I'm hearing like Colts are going the Super Bowl. It's like, all right, here's what they have to do. Philip Rivers was not that bad last year. He had 25 touchdowns. He had 11 interceptions and 4,200 yards, right? So that's what you have to beat, Wentz. And he was one drive away from making the conference semifinals, okay? And I get it. Now, Carson Wentz, he has Jonathan Taylor. He's got all these weapons he didn't have in Philly. I kind of think there's a deterioration that's um, beyond just not being with Frank Reich. I think these injuries, what has he made, like, Four to the last five Januaries he hasn't made. You know, he got the concussion and the 19 in the playoff game. Obviously didn't win the Super Bowl with his team. It's been hurt in December. Other times he was yanked last year in January. Um, I don't know. I don't think this is a great move. I don't, I don't I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. I get and the, and the Eagles, I guess they had to do it, even though now they're faced with a $33 million cap it. That's the biggest for anyone who doesn't have a guy on the roster, $33 million. And maybe Jalen Hurts isn't the answer either. Everyone's like, Philly got what they want. The Colts got what they want. Let's move on. And we'll see those teams in the uh, in the Super Bowl next year. I was like, all right, slow down a little bit. I don't know. I'm yeah, sure I, that- well, I, that's the other side. I mean, I, I know everybody was very excited in Philadelphia to purge Carson yeah. Wentz. But now your reality is Jalen Hurts. And are you sure you're excited to, about getting what you wanted there? I, I mean, I agree that the Carson Wentz deal was a, was a terrible one to make. Um, same as Jared Goff's, uh, gargantuan deal with the Rams. Um, but I, I, I don't think sitting there, I, I think it's six. They're going to take a QB. I don't think that they're going to roll with Jalen hurts in the Eagles in are interesting. The Eagles. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's my hunch there. The guy though, for all the talk about Wentz, Stafford, Watson, where's Teddy B going to land Roethlisberger mm-hmm. on his way out. What, you know, all these is Dak definitely going to stay there. The guy who people are not paying attention to, but if however much you care about mock drafts and otherwise, almost everybody has the Atlanta Falcons taking a QB at number four there. It's it's understood at this point. Mm. Well, that, they, they, it's time. They have to do that. It's what they have to do. They have to take a QB. Matt Ryan is, it, you talk about, well, what are they, re- I, or I say, what really were they going to do beyond Carson Wentz? And they can get out from under Wentz after one year if it doesn't work out. But Matt Ryan, if the Falcons are going to move on from him, why are people trying to get him? I mean, I, I know he's kind of a punchline ever yeah. since 28 to three, but if you put him in and also five years ago, I used to, I used to believe that almost every human being 
um, required a good offensive line line to thrive. But I thought Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers could negate a bad offensive line and Tom Brady to some degree. I now feel like there's nobody in, in, in the NFL now who can make it if the offensive line stinks. There's nobody who can overcome it. Oh, because your Wilson, boy Big Ben couldn't do it. That's he so could Nobody. Russell could do Wilson's it. crying about it. Yeah. And maybe, because I do, I agree with you that I like ah, Carson. What? Yeah, he almost won the MVP. That was three years ago, everybody. Um, and then yeah, I also I, think I the think offensive his arm line strength stinks. Goes, yeah, I know. But it, these injuries actually take a toll on your arm. And that, that just doesn't throw the ball the same way. I don't care who's coaching and rooting him on in the background. Fandle, Fandle has the Colts at 13 to 1. I think that's fair. If they win the AFC, that's their fifth best. I think that's fair. They're actually tied with uh, the Dolphins and the Titans. Here's what I, I can tell you. I don't put and them I know, top two I know or three. I've become obsessed by it. Um, yeah. But the idea that the Chiefs, I, I, I'm not trying to bump Chiefs fans out after their, I, as they're still licking their wounds, having lost to a 43 year old man in the Super Bowl. Mm. But. The idea that, I mean, I'm not worried about like eight years from now where Patrick Mahomes is as a player. This next year, how that team is not getting, here's what I know right now, in, and uh, we're in February. That team ain't the number one seed next year, the Chiefs. Really? That much I can right. guarantee you. The Chargers, wow. are you, how much, are, I'll, I'll take the Chargers just for fun. I'll, I'll bet you right now the Chargers win that. Or give me the field against the Chiefs in that division. Who's going to, are, are really? we, Oh. That right, the the Chargers defense is loaded. It's infinitely better than the mm. Chiefs' offense is. And is that Justin Herbert offense going to not be able to keep pace? I don't know. And then the Raiders have a chance to be halfway decent. And what if uh, what if Deshaun Watson lands in in Denver? And what if he doesn't anyway? They're so they're so overwhelming oh, in terms of firepower. The Broncos offensively, assuming Cortland Sutton comes well, back and everything. I the, the idea that the Chiefs are just going to roll over the AFC again is is uh, presumptuous. I don't think they're going to be the number one seed to begin with. So. Well, one, one uh, so let's take seven things at a time here. Your okay. first, your Thank initial you. thing was the AFC West, and the Chiefs are minus four hundred, and I could have them, and you could have the field. So let's definitely do that. I'll take the Chiefs. Okay, could, good. I love you, it. Fine. You you could have the Chargers who won how many games this year? I don't they, care. They, they Doesn't make it. I know you want to well, be a wise go. ass, but uh, you know what? Every no, but you got to go from seven wins. You got to go from seven to 13 wins, probably, to win that division. Okay. Well, listen, guess what? Right. Fortunately for me, uh, in in our world of cynicism, this allows me to to make some of these uh, um, right. long shots, and, and they come true in the NFL. Every year, somebody comes from fourth place and wins a division. It happens every year. They do, but not this, not this division in particular. The Chiefs have really seems to put their stamp on it. Okay, right but now, think right. about this too. AFC East. Here's some other uh, revelations. Well, well I've I don't. Had well, we don't want to. Well, I don't want to go. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Let <laughs> me just give you one other revelation. Yeah, right. yeah. By the way, Matt Ryan. How about you? He goes to Foxborough. How about that? Wouldn't that be a fun marriage? After well, it's funny. There are odds on the Patriots quarterback, and you know, Cam. Cam. We mentioned we we glossed over it. He got into a fight, and it was so. Really a, a sign a of the times. He gets into an argument. It's at his camp. It's a kid's camp. The kid is saying, you're a free agent. He's yelling, you're a free agent. He's saying, Cam's yelling back at the kid, I'm rich. It's like, oh my God, this little snot-nosed punk 
is able. This is a day of social media, except now he's doing it to his face. You're you're a free agent. You're nothing. And then the athlete coming back with, I'm rich. Like, ah, my head is going to spin right the hell off and into the Pacific Ocean right now because this is what we've 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 come to. But it's like um, when they make Mulan into a live action thing. It's basically yeah, like yeah, Twitter yeah. made into live action. That's basically what that whole exchange played out like a Twitter thing. Like you stink and you're overrated. Like what? Who are who are you on Twitter coming at me and like, well, I make more than you kind of, uh, like, yeah. I haven't it. seen Matt Ryan on the list of Patriots quarterbacks. I've seen Stidham as the favorite. Uh, these are not on Fandle, but I saw Stidham as the favorite. I saw Fitzpatrick as someone like at very low odds, like two to one odds at, at something I saw. That's crazy, but can't, couldn't you see him doing it? I could definitely see a little no. band-aid for a day. No, I cannot. And you got Jameis. Jameis is the best on the list and like at 11 to one I saw him at. Uh, he's the most talented. If you really want to make a splash and you want that team to be good, that's who I think you would go with. Cam was around six to one, and then Jimmy G was plus four fifty or something. So uh, I didn't see Matt Ryan in that list. But I that, think Jimmy that, G makes some sense. I don't know. I, I I do know that he definitely Belichick. Mm-hmm. I, he's got to do something special this year. He's got to lure. I don't know who, but he's got to get somebody up there and make some hay. Because what what I was going to say is. Talk about the AFC West and how it's going to change and be more difficult for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are looking at uh, really a potential fourth place finish for another year or two here. If they if they don't find yeah some some I mean and I I mean I don't think Jimmy G is an inspiring choice there either. But the Bills are the class of the division I would think unless the Dolphins are. And either way, both those teams are better than the Patriots and. The Jets have a chance to get to get good if they if they draft the right kid at number two there, and I don't think they're going to keep Sam Darnold, and I think Sam Darnold will be elsewhere. Um, you're looking at uh, you're looking at fourth place for that uh, for that Patriots yeah. team if they don't figure this out. Who's ever going to want to go up there again? I don't know. But um, also, uh, fun thing from David Carr last week on minus three. Go back and listen. He says that he got four phone calls in season last year. Derek did. Or John Gruden did asking after Derek uh, Carr. I think Marcus really? Mariota winds up the Patriots QB because oh, that's hold another on one. To Carr yeah, we didn't see him. That would be that would seem to be a good fit. I think that's it. Uh, hey, FanDuel Sportsbook, the NBA. I don't know if you know this. You could bet NBA on it, Dave. It's one of the major. I've sports. heard. Yes, yes. Now you can bet NBA. We have been for a while, and it's easy to use this FanDuel Sportsbook. Easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. Oh, the fast withdrawals when you win, and they give you every opportunity to win. I'm going to tell you about one in a second. They pay your winnings in as little as 24 hours. They have odds, boosts, and specials. Live betting, easy to place your bet fast during a game. If you see a trend you like, um, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today and try what we're calling a same-game parlay. Only FanDuel has it. You could take player point totals, rebounds, and assists. So you could go LeBron um, over 24.5 points, over 8.5 rebounds, over 9.5 assists, make a same-game parlay, basically a triple-double, and you can get it back. You get your money back or you win 4-1 to odds. Right now, they're giving you $25 back each day if your parlay falls one leg short. So in that parlay I mentioned, if he has 22 points and 10 rebounds and 10 assists, you get 25 bucks back. <clears throat> Thank you, LeBron. That's why I bet on FanDuel. Moneyline, over-unders, point spreads. Just do it. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Try a same-game parlor. Use promo code extra points at sign up. That's promo code 
extra points. Yes, we're betting basketball. It's going to be fun. Um, Dave, let's talk hockey. Ooh. You're still into it, right? Yes, very much. No, more so than I have been in really? at least a decade. Yes. All right. There's a little bit of a problem. And the, 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 one of them is that the our Islanders keep losing to your Penguins three to two Saturday night. But luckily, they play next week like three days in a row or something. Um, That's it's why driving it's great. Me a bad. That's why it's the best. I can't believe you it's don't love best. this. Here's why I don't love it. Because, you know, you're. Mikey Meatballs, what did St. Louis play Arizona? Eight times in a row? Seven times? I think it was seven times in a row. Yeah, I think it was seven times in a row. Seven times in a row. So it's not, you could say, oh, it's like a playoff series. Like, it's not. One team is 19th in the in the, in the the league, like, and the other is eighth. Like, it's not a playoff series. The, <clears throat> the Isles play the, who do they play? The Sabres a bunch of times coming up now, like uh, four times in a row. That's great. And, and not, you know, okay, it's le- definitely- let's, admit, let's admit it's less than ideal to see seven games in a row against the same team. Let's at least admit that. I won't. I won't. I, 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 I well, okay. well okay. where do I start with you? Okay, then? <laughs> those you're okay, right? That the prolonged ones because of COVID and then the restarts, everything else. Yes, those are those aren't great, but the idea that you only play the teams in your division for the entire regular season is splendid and I'm uh, we both are rooting for teams um that are in the worst division to be in for that. It's crazy and criminal that right. only four of those teams are going to go to the postseason when some of these other bum divisions like the Canadian division. But that being said, how great is it that there's a division comprised entirely of only I- Canadian teams? And all the, the one that it bugs me is why did that? Uh, I, I mean, Patrick you feel Division like, I, I don't know, this, this seems racist to you. How crazy is it that the Canadians, we keep them far away from everyone else? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think this would fly in the 1950s. I wish, I know for Patrick Division <clears throat> lore, it's good to have the Capitals in there, but really, they should have been in the other one. If they would have put the Capitals in the other one with, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, with Tampa Bay and all of those teams who they kind of are in a division with, generally speaking, that would have been back. But Otherwise, I this is it's it's such great fun week in and week out. And by the way, the pace and the schedule of it, the games are coming more quickly all the time. Um, I think there's going to be burnout by March in three weeks. I've burned out. I know. I I think also you're you're looking in on it. I I know some hockey junkies that watch every game like, oh, boy, this is too much. So I don't know if you're if you're. If I'm not. I'm obsessively watching these, at least watch, in the right. Mass Mutual division. I'm not watching every game and every. <laughs> the mass but the Mass Mutual it's division. It's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. And I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We need to go back to. No, we're not going to go back. We're not going to go back to the Norris and the Adams and everything else. But what we do need to do is, and it would be cool, and it would, and it would honor a history. We should name. We should have. The Lemieux division, the Mass Mutual should go away. Stop it should be it. the Mass Mutual. There should be the Orr division. There should be the Howe division. And then whatever fourth division, name another hockey legend, and you can name it after whoever you want. I don't know. Patrick Waugh. I don't know. Whoever you want it to be no. named after. The Waugh division? You know, can't even say that word. No, I don't, I don't know. I'll tell you one thing that could help the game. These outdoor affairs, lots of fun. Now, they delayed the they one in Tahoe between Colorado and Las Vegas. I know you had uh, you had comments on the uniforms. I mean, you had Quebec Nordiques uniforms out there, but the puck dropped at noon, like twelve twelve Pacific time, and the game resumed at nine oh two 
uh, Pacific time PM because there was poor ice and it was really bad. I looked at it. I'm like, how did they ever fix that? How did they fix that in a day? They're going to get those guys on the same ice. Uh, I can see rain being at that. It wasn't even rain, but it was poor ice. I think this should be the uh, all-star game should be outside. It's Ooh, a great that's gimmick. your solution. Yeah, Do that's it. a good idea. Why Do don't that. they have that? Except yeah. that it makes the games, the game, the ice turns to slush and then it doesn't, uh, the quality of the games don't they end up. But yeah, that. I think that's, that's a good call there. I, I think that's, uh, that would be Thank a you. lot of fun. Um, but, there you go. Uh, I fixed talking. I feel like I did it. Yeah, that, I, uh, that's a good idea. Um, but it will, but, but by the way, glorious. was that? I mean, what, what is the heaven? It's great to look at, you know, you know, it distracts from you. The, the fact that there are no fans, it's, it's, it's fun. And I think that should be the, uh, that should be one of the goals here. Um, right. I, I, you didn't notice that there were no fans cause it's outside and it's got a different look. I use, I mean, I, I used to say before, when they the the first one, I always thought the best thing ever would be to set it up and and people would push back at me with, yeah, but then you wouldn't have a crowd. Um, but if you would do the kings and the and the ducks or whatever, and the backdrop is is the sea itself, the 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 Pacific oh, raging nice. behind, or like do it up at Pebble Beach or something like that with those waves crashing behind, that would be some image, wouldn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah, what what this was on a golf course, right? I mean, yep. they took part of it on a golf course. Yeah, no, yeah. Then do it. Uh, then it. have the avalanche play out in the Rockies, like take them up, uh, get high elevation, do one up there. You know, yeah. the world's our oyster. Maybe out on a ship. You know, an air I, carrier. Um, yeah, we could do it all. Fernando Tatis could uh, could buy all these ships and yachts and 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 we could play wherever he wants. Shortstop, San Diego Padres. 14 years, $340 million. This is good, right? Good for the small markets. They're competing. I don't yeah, know that if, if you would go into the future and say, how many of these 14 years does he end up on the Padres? Let's bet to the future, Dave. I'm going to say seven and a half. I think he pulls an A-Rod. He's like, I'm, I'm bored here. I don't know. I don't want to win 73 games a year. Yeah, well, um, that's exactly when you hear these deals. Um, uh, that's uh, I think that's the one most people think of is how the A-Rod to the Texas right. Rangers went. Um, and, and then I think about Joe Maurer and, you know, people, right. you know, he's a legend, uh, you know, for Twins fans, but it didn't result in, you mm -hmm. know, the, the organization doing well when they were saddled with that deal. It feels exciting and satisfying in the moment to the fans and um, an opportunity to, to stick it to the Dodgers. I get it that the Dodgers are the team, certainly on the left side of, of major league baseball. They're kind of the Yankees of, uh, of the West, I guess. Um, and so it's satisfying on that level to keep Tatis away from anybody and to rival the Dodgers in 2021. I'm with you though. I hate to be cynical about it, but uh, these they just I, there's not a history of these deals working out i don't think right small markets. i i shouldn't kill the padres as as a team that's just going to win 70 games a year they did they did a nice job with free agency and they're actually right now fourth um overall dodgers plus 350 according to fandle yankees plus 550 padres eight to one odds third that would make them third right and the white Sox plus 850 i do think though the that these Series. deals the mate Baseball's a dying sport on one hand. On the other hand, the local contracts and the national, they get enough money. It's kind of fraudulent when these teams claim, well, you like, like uh, uh, as a Pirates fan, I can say this. 
Well, we have no money. Well, everybody has some money. I don't think anybody's working in the red in baseball. Right. Do you really buy that? That the Mariners or the you know the, no. those outlandish statements like well you know, we're work you know we're really losing money every year. I don't know if that's. I really think there still are some teams and owners that are just waiting to sell the team, and that's why they're going to make their their boom and uh, try to keep it tight between them. But no, they they all have money. Who owns a, um, who owns a professional team at this people? Then the cynics get after me about like, Oh, you own a professional sports team. Cause I said, I would do what Jerry Jones does and have yeah. a hand in personnel moves. I like, you don't own a team for that reason. You own them as a money-making venture. Like, no, that should not nah. be allowed. You should own it. Cause you love the sport. I agree. It's hard to enforce it, but, um, Tatis has played less than a full year. If you add the you know, the shortened year last year and the rookie, uh, 629 at bats, 143 games, 39 homers, 98 RBIs. He's going to be what? 37, 38. I, I think he lasts under seven and a half years. I don't think anyone will hold us to this day. If you're going over or under seven and a half of the 14 years on the Padres. Contract, I'm going under. Yeah. Cause no one will remember. Like, sure. Yeah. What the hell, what the hell we care. We're betting to the future. The one thing I like to compare against, and then I read this and I, it made me sad. Uh, and I didn't like it. The Mets will still be paying Bobby Bonilla after the Tatis deal is done with the Padres. <laughs> Bonilla's deal ends in 2035. Tatis is done in 2034. Arguably a bigger contribution you would get from Tatis than you would from Bobby Bonilla from now until 35. Is that, you know, think of trying to be empaths, Sal, you know, like, mm -hmm. yes, it was a great day for us, uh, sports when uh our guys when Aruzioni and Mark Johnson and Jim Craig beat uh, the Soviets um but from their side it was a sad day what was the saddest Mets loss uh interesting I think Beltran with the, with the with the nah with the bat oh, really? on the show that we could have won the world well I mean the the World Series against the Yankees was the worst because I, I never wanted to make That's the right. World Series against the Yankees because they they would lose. And I went to every game at Shea and I had a, I had a hernia and I peed all over myself at the, at the urinal at Shea. And then I go out and I see them lose uh, four <laughs> games to one. They've won the one, they won the game when they came back to Shea and then they lost the last two. And uh, I had to leave. I ran out. I said, Piazza hit it deep to Bernie Williams and the crowd went crazy. And I'm like, no, I see him circling under it and I sprinted out of there. I didn't want to see them. I didn't want to see the Yankee fans celebrated. I sprinted to the seven train and had to wait for Jimmy and our friend, Jimmy Brusca. And they're like, where the hell did you go? I'm like, I didn't want to watch it. Like, yeah, but you ended waiting for us anyway. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just can't watch it. I was like a, a six year old boy where I couldn't see it. So yeah, Yankees losing. What was uh? what was your pirates worst loss? The well, they're Bobby Bonilla. They're all in the Mets. <laughs> well, no, mine's pretty clean. Francisco Cabrera, nineteen ninety-two. Oh, yeah. That yeah, ended yeah, the yeah. whole thing. The whole thing. Andy Vance like slumped on the field, angry at Barry Bonds. Like, what the hell were you? Did you have your heels on the warning track for? Right, Sid Bream, very fast. Can I tell very you fast. something? Can hey, I tell you, you something? Him. Here's a here's a hot take that I really deep down believe. Yeah, there's a decent chance that Spanky Lavalier clipped Sid Bream's heel. With his glove before oh, so? Sid Bream. There's a really look at it. There's a decent chance Spanky Lavalier Spanky lays the tag Lavalier. on him an instant before. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't want to think about the bad times. Should we yeah. talk about Crown Royal right now? Let's, so you, let's look into the, you know what? We can You're do right. them both here. Yeah, let's do them both here because this allows us to look back to something Cousin Sal said 
and look ahead to yeah. why it might uh, result in some nice uh, money for you and anyone who was listening at the time. That's right. Uh, Crown Royal believes being a Royal fan this season, not a Kansas City Royal fan, but a Royal fan this season means staying safe, generously supporting your community, and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team. That's how to crown your game day. Yes. All right, my Crown Royal Athlete of the Week, Derek Lewis, plus 350, big upset over Curtis Blades, UFC Fight Night, 185. I did not bet Derek Lewis the Black Beast. I was hardly in the black after I bet Curtis Blades. My God, a perfectly timed uppercut. Blades, a Juco champion wrestler. I hate it when these wrestlers refuse to wrestle. Well, that's what he did. He went in, and this guy, Dave, I don't know if you see him, but he throws haymakers, this Derek Lewis, and I'm done betting against him. Like I said, this uppercut, he didn't really shoot on him. He just lowered his level, and boom, that was it. Out cold, jumps on him, ground and pounds, twice more TKO, KO. I don't know what a, a KO would be, because you don't ca- they never count to 10. The referee just jumps in there. Anyway, 126 of the second round. Good job by you, Derek Lewis. I lost money on you. I am not doing it again. That's my crown royal athlete of the week. Plus 350, big upset in UFC. I like that one. In the modern day of hockey, there isn't as much uh, fighting as there used to be. But to honor uh, the 1980 U.S. Olympics team, that was way back. And uh, a special moment, Sidney Crosby, his thousandth game. But let's live in the in the here and now and honor Austin Matthews. Mm who Cousin Sal told you before the first puck dropped this season to bet on him to win the Hart Trophy. The Hart Trophy, of course, is the NHL's MVP award. And Austin Matthews is really tracking hard in that direction there. I know there are a gaggle of stars all over um, the hockey world right now, but Austin Matthews, 18 games in, 18 goals. If you do the math on that, that means he's scoring a goal every game. Yep. And he has that mustache, which I'm sure appeals to the hipsters like uh, producer Jim Cunningham. Um, he's lighting it up. He's a moose of a guy. He's grease lightning out there. Um, and that Leafs team is a lot of fun to watch. But uh, Austin Matthews, I think it's going to come through for you, Sal. Great call. I like what it. made you think Three Austin to one Matthews? Odds. I, think, I think he was like 15 to one or something when I took him three to one now. I need Connor McDavid to get out of the way. That guy's no good, right, Dave? He's terrific, but a, <laughs> but as we saw just uh, just uh, a few months ago, Drysital's going to steal votes from him once again. You would think, um, and uh, and but I mean, it's hard to argue with <clears throat> uh, with those eighteen goals if he keeps anything close up to that pace in a league that obviously still includes Ovechkin and otherwise. If if he's going to mm-hmm. dominate uh, in in terms of goal scoring like that, he's going to wind up proving you looking smart there, Sal. That'll Maybe be a good. lot of loot. All right, let's have Connor play on the mushy ice in Tahoe for a few weeks so we could uh, Austin Matthews can close the gap here for the Hart Memorial Trophy winner. All right, that's our Crown Royal Athletes of the Week. Yes, Crown Royal reminds you to take a water break, stay hydrated. Don't be that person that ruins game day for your friends and family. Stay hydrated, stay royal, moderate your drinking on game day. For more tips on how to crown your game day, Visit at Crown Royal on Instagram. All right, Dave, we did it. We did baseball. We did basketball. We did hockey. Uh, I, I mentioned NASCAR, I think. We did UFC. What else? NBA, slam dunks, embarrassing moments. Hey, people should reach out to us at the extra points gang at gmail.com if you have an embarrassing sports moment. I think you want to, it'd be fun to share, right? 
Anthony for sure. Edmonds. And we, we should get into some Q&A style uh, rounds here. Sure. Yeah. Hit us up. Let's do it. Uh, the extra points gang at gmail.com. That's where you could reach us. Dave, you have a minus three. I should say we are going to a twice a week format now on extra points. We will be what, Dave? This is Monday. And then we'll also be Thursdays, overnight Wednesday into Thursday. And yes. then Dave, you are going to be doing two episodes of minus three. One yes. will be like an interview format, and then one will be um, focusing on the Northeast region, New Jersey and Pennsylvania. For yeah, we'll NBA, get you NHL. right every weekend, right before the weekend uh, mm-hmm. hits. We'll get you right with all the, the games and the best plays um, for the upcoming weekend. And like you say, then we'll also uh, try to deep dive and um, have some fun like we did most recently um, at the end of last week. Go back and listen to Minus 3 with David Carr. A lot of fun talking about all the big name QBs out there. Funny stuff with uh, David Carr on that one. But yes, very excited for twice weekly with uh, minus three, me and Eddie Spaghetti and uh, and goodness I, knows who else. I think we know. I think you're going to have a partner, a blast from the past, and uh, people are going to enjoy this show. I think it's going to all of a sudden become my favorite show, but I can't say it officially now until the, uh, the killers back off a little bit. But no, uh, I think <laughs> it's going to be great. It's good. If you guys like arguing... And pontificating and more arguing, you're going to love Dave and his new partner, I can't mention. And poor Eddie Spaghetti is going to have migraines uh, well into the weekend after this. But it's going to be fun. Minus three. (laughs) It all makes sense. Dave's moaning. Um, What else do we have? Uh, Against all odds, we'll also be twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. So look forward to that until I get sick of Harry and then we'll go back to once a week and then maybe um, get rid of it altogether. But uh, that's the plan right now. And we're going to have laugh lines with Rachel Bonetta coming up. And just a reminder to all of you who may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all my favorites. (laughs) 